Hours on the Super Power Up Podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers Podcast show. I'm your host, Tatiana Berende, and I have with me a returning guest, my dear sister, Hialeah Aronson. Today, we are going to be discussing dancing with the depths of desire. This is going to be a really fun topic. Let me tell you a little bit about Haya before we get started. She is a registered nurse. She's a body worker, health and sexuality coach, dancer, lover, and mother. Haya believes that we source our creative life force expression through our pelvic bowls. And if the energy is blocked there, it greatly affects our capacity to be our full authentic selves in the world. Her passion is to support pelvic and abdominal health and healing. The main forms of bodywork she practices are the Arvigo techniques of Maya abdominal therapy and holistic pelvic care. Belly dance, contact, improvisation, and yoga have been the central core of her spiritual and physical practice for over 20 years. She weaves the knowledge she's gained about movement patterns and body structure into her work to assist clients in actively healing their own bodies and spirits. And I'm so happy to have you back on the show again, Faya. Thank you. Happy to be here with you again. Yeah. So before we dive into this really juicy topic of dancing with the depths of desire, will you please indulge our listeners um, (laughs) by sharing with us some of your superpowers? Gosh, my superpowers. Well, I think I have a fierce and gentle way of holding presence, um, whether it's with an individual or um, in the Dancing with Eros event that I've been hosting with my partner every month. Um, Yeah, there's just a beautiful, sweet way that that container has offered just a little bit more freedom um, and openness. And I, I feel like one of my superpowers is, is the, the sort of playful, deep and um, present way that I've, I've held that space for people to share their authentic selves. Yeah, I would definitely um, attest to that fierce presence. I think you put it really beautifully for, for anyone who doesn't know Haya. She absolutely holds that space. Um, and it's very powerful. So, so tell us a little bit about Dancing with Arrows. Tell us what it is and how it came to be and how it currently exists in, in form. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it sort of arises from two different places. One is um, an inspiration from a festival that I've participated in for the last three or four years called touch and play um, which is coming up at earth dance in july Um, and the intention of touch and play was to explore the edges of where contact improvisation which is a dance that is um, intended to be based entirely on physics um, is so it's to explore like where that dance actually is influenced by chemistry and what the you know, where does contact improv meet sensuality, sexuality, BDSM, um, 
tantra, conscious communication. And it's been a really beautiful experience and all kinds of interesting and amazing things, growthful things happen at Touch and Play. Um, but there hasn't been actually a whole lot of dancing. There's <laughs> um, a lot of touching and playing. There's a lot of touching and a lot of playing. And there's, a, there's also a joke, you know, Touch and Play is T and P trigger and process uh-huh. <laughs> touch and play trigger and process um and there's a lot of growth in there it's really beautiful experience mm-hmm. um so i really wanted to create a container around like exploring this in the dance and really create a strong container for that um so that's one piece and then the other piece is um is really an inspiration from the me too movement and and like how and i could say a lot more about that but like how do we want to respond to that and how do we want to heal on sort of like both sides of the wounding of that's come through in all the voices? Mm-hmm. How do we want to create safer spaces? How do we want to connect? How do we want to create our boundaries? When do we want to soften our boundaries um, to have a conscious um, practice around that? That's fun and playful at the same time. Yeah, I you know, I have not had the um, good fortune of experiencing one of your dancing with Eros workshops because I moved out of the area before you really started to, to put that out there. But I, I love, I love the concept of it. It's something that you said when you were explaining contact improv really um, perked my ears up because, because you said it's originally designed to be a dance that's exploring physics, which has like, pretty much never been my experience of it It, because there's all of this chemistry and sexual energy and, and just really, if I'm honest, like a lot of messiness that, that can come into play when you're in a, when you're in a space with a bunch of people that you don't really know very well um, and are exploring touch in that intimate of a way. Um, So I would just, I would love to, I, I was just, I, I really uh, pinged on that when you said that it's really originally a dance designed to explore physics. Yeah. Is there a specific question around that or do you want me to just kind of speak to it a little bit more? Yeah, I don't, I just, um, you know, what's your experience been, I guess. I mean, it seems like from conversations that we've had and from what I know of, of things that I've seen moving through the dance community, like, it seems to me like dancing with Eros is kind of born from this exploration of like, how do we, yeah, how do we explore and navigate those boundaries in a healthy way? And how is that? I'm just curious how that's like paired with this dance that's based on the laws of physics. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of questions in there. That's so interesting. I know. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> it's not a, a specific question. It's just having yeah. So I think my experience, I think I'm going to start with like my experience of contact improv outside of dancing with Eros has been, it's been long. I started doing contact improv a long time ago and actually left because I felt that um, there were so many unclear boundaries. And as a really young woman in the scene, I was like, one of the women that a lot of older men wanted to dance with, which is exactly the struggle that many dance communities have been having all around the country. Um, 
And as I got older and then went back, I won't go way into the story of like what brought me back to the community, but I felt really called back to contact improv and um, was older, am older, right? That's how life goes. We get older. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am more clear as a younger woman. I wasn't as clear in my own boundaries. Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be necessarily on the younger women to be as clear and that's something that I'm really looking at in the dance communities and how to create more safety in all the dances and more um, like, I don't want other young women to leave the community for so many years. Like I did because of that. Um, I walked away also. Yeah, I know. So within that, I feel like my own boundaries feel really good. So I have great dances and great experiences and, for me, it really mostly is about physics and like we have, we're humans. So we have chemistry, right? So like there are some people that my, my chemistry resonates with more than others. So I'll have more interesting dances with them. That still doesn't necessarily mean it's about sensuality or sexuality, but to say that there is no chemistry in there for me, isn't, isn't accurate. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So there's, it does. Then There's like layers of chemistry, right? So there's like, oh, I have chemistry, like I have resonance, maybe is a better word for me in that way, with this person on a kinesthetic plane so we can have these really beautiful dances together. Um, Totally. It's like, why would you want to dance with someone you didn't have some level of chemistry with? Right, exactly. Um, Okay, Um, so I really hold your thought because we do have to go to a quick break and we're going to dive more into this because there's obviously like so much to explore (laughs) in this topic and we have the time to do it. So um, before we go to break, we'll tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you and this work, this Dancing with Eros. Sure, yeah. My website is yoursacredpelvis.com and to find Dancing with Eros, you can go yoursacredpelvis.com slash dancing dash with dash arrows. Awesome. So we're talking with Hialeah Aronson about dancing with the depths of desire. And this conversation is about to explode. So stay tuned because it's going to get really good. I can tell. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, so when we left off, we were talking about chemistry and we were talking about the different layers of chemistry. Um, Can we dive into that a little bit in your understanding of the different layers of chemistry that have happen i mean on the dance floor but also just in life in general with with human bodies connecting in space sure yeah it's one of my favorite conversations (laughs) (laughs) well let's have it (laughs) so what's your you know how do you discern those different levels like what's what's your what's your experience of them um so let's see 
So there's different kinds of dance relationships, right? There might be somebody, you know, if I'm at a contact jam, maybe there's somebody, I see the way they move and it's really attractive to me. It's not necessarily like, oh, I want to go have sex with that person, but I'm interested in their movement patterns and I want to connect with that and I've never danced with them before. So that's like a new new dance relationship and that's really interesting to learn a new body and to learn a new movement pattern and um, I found a lot of creativity and dancing with people I've never danced with before because when we're in any relationship, right, whether it's like with our children or our partners or our friends, there are patterned ways that we act. Mm-hmm. And that, that's true also, I think, with dance relationships, like, oh, you've moved together so many times, so you um, fall into a certain way of moving together. So then you move with a totally new person, you don't bring any of the stories that you have in these other relationships into that dance and you can just have a fresh new experience that um, then I find when I have those, those moments, those dances, it, it, it's like paves a new pathway in myself that I can then bring to my other relationships, which Mm -hmm. I think is a really similar I think that whatever I'm saying right now could really apply to polyamorous relationships also. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's an interesting overlap there, I think. Not that this is what we're talking about, but as I'm hearing the words, I I think about other conversations that I've had. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to hear you say more about that. And I also, I just think like, I consider... I'm really into, you know, anyone who's listened to the show and just knows me, knows how into the like macro and the micro relationship that I am. Right. And so I really like to view sort of everything as a micro of, of the macro. And I think absolutely are how, how we connect on the dance floor. Um, it says so much um, and, and, and can translate in such a big way into into our lives outside of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I, so the other side is, you know, I talked about dancing with a totally new person and then the other side is dancing with, you know, my partner justice is the person I dance with the most, you know, we dance in the living room, we dance when we go out together and there's something so beautiful about that also to have that familiarity and trust, Mm -hmm. like, I know his weight, he knows my weight, and we know something about our movement patterns so we can go even deeper with that. And again, like how does that apply to the rest of our relationship and to all of our relationships, right? When there's familiarity and trust, like you can go really far, you can go really deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So so tell us a little bit more about Dancing with Eros and, and what you're exploring in that. Um, workshop. Yeah, so it's more of a, it's less of a workshop and more of a DJ dance event with um, a clear container that we set at the beginning. So um, if you want to come to Dancing with Eros, you got to get there on time (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that everybody's going into the experience with the same um, understanding of Mm -hmm. how we're relating to each other. We talk about consent. um, We talk about about different ways to ask, which is consent, ask people to dance. I've started talking about the nuances of, of reading the body language of other people, right? I mean, I have had, so I spoke to this for the first time the other day. 
um, this experience of not really wanting to use my words when I have a no around dancing with someone. So what I've done, and I got so many of those nods around the room, like, oh, I've done that a million times sort of thing. I, I close my eyes and just hope this person disappears by the time I open them again. <laughs> my own dance experience, which like, you know, it's maybe not the best way to say no, but is sometimes it's what we have access to in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so without making me or anyone else wrong for that, it's like, we can just actually offer that as a, oh, if you approach somebody to dance and they close their eyes and don't pay attention to you, maybe give them some space. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that is a sign that hasn't been listened to lots and lots of times yeah. for lots and lots of people. So just to offer that into the circle as a, this is a way that you can read another being's body language, mm-hmm. read their signals of what they want and what they're interested in in any given moment. Um, I think that level of education in our communities is invaluable right now. And what have you seen in terms of like a, like a ripple effect from that? Or have you seen, how, how has that been um, received by the community? Um, so far I've gotten really wonderful feedback about dancing with Eros that um, people feel like it is a really safe space to um, just let go a little bit more. I think when we have the structure, then we can we can go a little deeper without so much fear. And then we also have sort of like, oh, and if you know you ask for something that somebody doesn't want to meet, there doesn't need to be any shame mm-hmm. on either side. So there's like the permission to ask for what we want, and there's the permission to say no without shaming another person or making them wrong. There's this a structure for like, oh, I didn't like that. That didn't feel good to me. You're still not wrong. You're not bad. Please don't do that again. Instead of having a whole bunch of drama around that that lasts for days or weeks or months that we can just practice. And it's like a, it's a lab. It's a practice. Honestly, I think that's one of the most valuable things that we all need to be learning right now in our culture is like that we can say no. And that doesn't mean that we're saying no to like the inherent value of the other person's being. Right. Right. It's like, I'm not dismissing you in all of your totality. I'm dismissing what is, what is occurring in this moment that doesn't feel good to me. Absolutely. Right. And that, that, that doesn't mean, I, I mean, I love that. It's like, doesn't mean that you're a bad person. I mean, there's so much, there's so much juiciness in there. There is so much juiciness. And I think, you know, I think part of what's happening in our culture, you know, I love, I love going to contact jams. And I think so much of the, the sort of what you talked about that, you know, that like, I didn't come back because of all that, mm-hmm. like unclarity and the sexual boundaries. Um, for myself in those spaces, I feel really clear and I really enjoy those spaces. And then um, I also really like to have sexy dances and have that permission. And so there's something I think about having the permission. You know, I've definitely had some feedback, like, I want it to be more sexy or more like a play party, like a kink party, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, great, then make a kink party, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
kink parties are great, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but I really want to explore these things within the container of dance. And it's just been really beautiful. So, I, so what's the, you know, we've talked about the, the, um, the sort of guidelines for, for receiving consent. Are there, do you explore, do you discuss, um, what to do with that desire when it's not met with another person? Um, I, there is discussion around, um, like how to say no in a way that's non-shaming. And then there's also the, there, um, we have people available, like if you're having feelings and you need some support to reach out and ask for support. Mm -hmm. Um, and otherwise, I mean, it's all just our own personal journey, right? Mm -hmm. Like I could say no to you about something and it doesn't have to do with you, like you were saying, and you're going to run with that however you are. And so it's, it's like on me to not shame you for asking what you asked, but it's on you to sort of like navigate your feelings and get the support that you need and know that it's, it's here and it's available in this space. Totally. Well, and also I think just again, going back to that like micro of the macro conversation, like to be able to be with desire that say, say you have a desire, say there is someone on the dance floor who you're drawn to, who you're attracted to. And again, this can apply in life also. And that, and that desire is not met, right? The other person says no. What then do you do with that desire in your body? Like the dance floor is an excellent place to explore that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say are some of like the, the richest, actually, no, I want to go in a different direction. So when we, when we opened this up, you were talking about how dancing with arrows also came out of um, the me too movement and, Mm -hmm. and your response to that. And I feel like we've explored that a little bit in this conversation about consent. Um, Is there more around that, that, that you're covering in there that you feel like um, we could dive into right now? Um, hmm. I think we've kind of touched on the biggest pieces of that without naming it in the moment, but that it's, it's really about the shame resilience, mm-hmm. about the shame resilience around having boundaries, the same, the shame resilience around like receiving a no and how that sits in your own body when, when you receive a no or when one receives a no. Um, and sort of breaking down that, like, he asked for this, or he did this, or she did this, and that's wrong. Like, just sort of breaking it down and, and taking the drama out of it. Yeah, on both sides, right? On both sides, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I will ask, what are some of the richest um, experiences or things that you've either directly experienced or witnessed through this journey of dancing with arrows? Um, I think we just had one this past Saturday. So I think the two, the two sort of kinesthetic felt memories that come to mind are um, just having this really beautiful dance with my partner that I wouldn't have had in another dance environment just because we had this permission to 
get more sexy with each other and to allow ourselves to explore um, explore our sensual energy in an open environment together in a, in a way that was still really respectful to just really allow myself to surrender in those moments and sink in. And then additionally, at the end of that, I was just in this really beautiful dance with two women who I absolutely love. Um, and I, you know, I heard the music closing and I knew I had to pull myself out because I wanted to facilitate a closing circle. And I, I just stood in the front of the room and, and looked at the room and most everyone was in basically stillness in these really beautiful, intimate, sweet moments. And just like taking in the whole room of just full love <laughs> was mm -hmm. just breathtaking. Like I wish I could have taken a photograph. I mean, I did in my, in my heart. <laughs> I still like can feel and conjure up that image in my mind and my body of all these people just in the bliss of the whole experience yeah mm, that's so beautiful I can I can feel it as you're describing yeah. it because that's really what this whole human journey is about right is finding those spaces where we can have a safe container to experience bliss you know I think that that's like that's such a huge thing it's such a huge thing like it's safe to be feeling our pleasure yeah and then I think the other piece with dancing with Eros around that is like, it's the permission to experience and express desire and pleasure with other people without any attachment, right? Like, okay, I want to have this really sensual dance with you, but it doesn't mean that we're going to make out or have sex later. It just means that I am like bringing myself whole. Like I am embracing my own sensual sexual energy and expressing it through my movement and sharing it with another body, but it doesn't mean anything. Like there's no expectation on that. That is also huge. And I, like, I really want to commend you for, for creating a space for that. That's huge. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. So in a way, dancing with Eros is not, it's so subtly different from other dance experiences. It's not this like, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me, I feel really intimidated. They read the, you know, they read everything about it and they feel really intimidated to come. And then they come and they're like, that was not so scary. <laughs> do you think the intimidation has to do with like, they, they think they're going to have to get sexy in a way they're not comfortable with? I think so. Yeah. Because it sounds to me like what, what you've created is really more than anything. I mean let's just lay it out for anyone who's listening and curious and interested. Like you keep your clothes on, right? You're, yeah. you're not ha actually having sex on the dance floor. Nope. Right. <laughs> it's no sex <laughs> underwear on. If it gets really hot and you want to take other things off, that's okay. <laughs> uh huh. But like, yeah, but mostly people are wearing clothes and they're dancing and they're happy yeah. <laughs> and they're feeling themselves. Yeah. Um, and I, I love, I, I just, I really love coming back to that, like the permission 
it's not it's so much about permission. And there's so much, so much freedom in in having a space where you can go and you can be because like it or not, we are sexual, sensual beings. We are designed with that into our physicality. And to not be able to have a healthy expression of that, I believe, which is why I run this show, is like a huge part of of like a crux of so many of the ills in our society. Totally. And it's the crux of like our disconnection from self because we can't embrace like the reality of the fact that we are pretty much all here because our parents had sex. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Most, <laughs> Most of, of us. us. There are other ways. Right. I honor all the other ways. But but yes, the human species exists because of of that, the procreative aspect of the human design. Um, but also, you know, one of the the topics that that I've been exploring a lot um, in recent years is the the connection to sexuality and creativity too, and like our our power and ability to manifest and create in the world um, is so closely linked to being able to have a healthy sexual expression and being able to have flow in that area of our lives. Absolutely. Which is why like whether you're, you know, there's, there's probably a lot of people listening here who maybe have never experienced the dance communities that are scattered around the country before, or maybe have, you know, felt like that's really not for me. It's a little too, too touchy feely. And I, um, and I, every dance community has their own flavor for sure. And, and I, like we were talking before we got on the recording, like I have found um, a dance community since I've moved to, to California that feels like um, something that's really in alignment for me right now at this time in my life where I am, where I can go and explore all of these different things. But I really want to encourage this, um, this reframe of, of, of using the exploration through dance, through the body, um, to learn so much about ourselves and how we operate in the world. I mean, I can't even tell you the the number of epiphanies that I've had on the dance floor about how I interface with and interact with other humans and with myself. Um, and and I mean, there's just so, it's so rich. I'm with you. Dance is my spiritual practice. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely one of mine also. Um, which is why it was so sad to me also to be cut off from that for a long time because of these unhealthy sexual boundaries, you know, that I was, that I was experiencing. I was not in a, in a space in my own, in my own place, in my own life where like for me, a boundary was like not showing up. That was my boundary. Yeah. Right. Which is totally valid. (laughs) Right. And there's also like, that's why I'm just, I really wanted to have you on the show and highlight what you're doing because I think it's so important to have a space where you can, you can explore boundaries in another way. And it really feels to me like that's what you're, that's what you're doing here. And that's what you've created is a space for people to get to explore boundary in a softer setting right? It doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be such an extreme boundary. You can go into a space and explore your boundaries and be safe to do so. Yeah. And, and dance by yourself the whole time if that's what your boundary is. Right. Right. Lots of people do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I really love you and, and value you so tremendously. Um, is there, is there anything before we sign off that we, that we haven't touched on that you really want to make sure that our listeners receive from this conversation? I think I feel pretty complete. Actually, I'm really enjoying this conversation with you and really grateful that you're doing this work too. And that you've invited me into it again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so welcome. Um, So for, for our listeners, um, please check out Chaya's Dancing with Eros. You can go to yoursacredpelvis.com slash dancing dash with dash Eros. Um, this is something that, that she will travel with and bring to your community if it's something that you're wanting to experience and you don't live in the Western Massachusetts area where she's currently um, having it regularly. I'm, I'm um, hoping to bring her to our community down here in Southern California. So please, please, please reach out to her about this because I think it's, it's as I'm, I hope that you can see from this conversation, hugely valuable and applicable in all sorts of different ways. Um, also for our listeners, if you have not yet joined us in the superpowers, our real group on Facebook, please do so. We've got some really great stuff going on. Also, I'm delighted to introduce our superpower programs that are now up on the website. You can go to superpowerexperts.com slash programs and read all about it there. It's a a beautiful collaborative effort that we're bringing forward. um, And I'm just super jazzed about it. So please go check it out. And until next time, go out and love yourselves so that you can love the world more deeply. Many, many, many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.